2: now
4: as medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement, but as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Boom. So here's a pretty shocking statistic one in four people good afternoon patriots and welcome back to another episode of occam's razor hope you guys are having a lovely day we've got tons of news to bring you today And we've got a slightly new setup here in the studio, so bear with me if we've got any uh, issues getting stuff to work. Do me a favor, don't forget to like and share the broadcast on your favorite social media platforms. Do me a favor, sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, and we're going to be right back after this. So here's a pretty shocking statistic. One in four people suffer from chronic pain. In fact, it's one of the largest issues that's plaguing America. Chronic pain is relentless. It's unbearable and it's overbearing. But luckily, new studies reveal there just might be a cure. CBD oil is showing real promise thanks to its thousands of user testimonies and a lot of research to back it up. And when it comes to CBD oil, there is no better one than natural hemp oil. Their product is held to the highest quality standard because of their strict quality requirements. Plus, users rate Natural Hemp Oil for its effectiveness and customer service experience. Natural Hemp Oil just might be what every person with chronic pain needs to solve the issue. And luckily, I've teamed up with Natural Hemp Oil so you can get a supply right now. All you have to do is go to their website, naturalhempoil.com forward slash try. And then once you're there, use coupon code try to get 15% off your order. So go to Natural oil. Slash tribe and get yours today. And remember, when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right, we are back. Thank you so much for being here, Abe. How are you today, my friend?
5: You guys excited yet? Yeah? Are we winning enough yet? You Guys, doing all right out there? Come What's and take Can we take have a
4: little it? celebration day today?
5: <laughs> Can we have a little fun today, baby? What's up?
4: <sighs> What's up? It's uh, practically a national holiday today, Abe, isn't it? It's uh, Justice it's, Thomas's birthday.
5: It's Justice Thomas's birthday. We have been all going around saying, "Oh my God, where are they gonna, they're going to take my guns? They're going to come after my guns, and they're still going to try. They're going to do everything they can to come and get them." But you know what? Nope, 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 nope. No, not happening. (laughs) Not happening. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you feel so triggered by these. uh, My God, there's a magazine right in his hand right now. And look at this. Look at at that. It's a hollow point right there. Beautiful. Beautiful round right there. That's just in case, just in case you need them. I mean, and these and these. I'll tell you what, these Smith and Wessons are just beautiful. They're, they're nice to hold. They're comfortable. And my SIG, really, the SIG that I have, it's, e- it's even a better concealed carry. You know what? And in fact, I'm looking forward to very soon having national reciprocity concealed carry where, you know what? Anybody could be having a gun in their side and, and they could imagine this. They could protect somebody if they were getting hurt or something. wouldn't that be amazing if a criminal who really doesn't care about guns suddenly pulled a gun on you you'd be able to defend yourself what an amazing concept what a beautiful day it is i want to say hello to all of our great patriots out there over there on fox old d live you're not on d live anymore you got banned off of there (laughs) but you are on rumble and other places what's good fam happy thursday god bless you all
4: so here's the thing clearly the powers that be want to ensure that we don't have the ability to protect ourselves, whether it's from your average criminal roaming the streets of Chicago or any other major metropolitan city that is run by Democrats. But especially, they don't want you to be able to protect yourself from an overbearing, overzealous, fascistic regime, such as the one currently sitting in Washington, D.C., or on whatever soundstage it might be where he's hanging out today. We're going to begin here, obviously, by opening up the discussion to talk about these gun control, quote, measures that the Congress is uh, looking to implement these new laws that they are looking to put into place uh, are essentially an opportunity for that overzealous fascistic government to come into your home and to unconstitutionally remove your firearms from you. All it takes under red flag laws is for someone to see you online posting a picture of your constitutionally uh, guaranteed implements of personal protection. Yes, look at that. I've got a copy of that myself. All they have to see is someone talking about the fact that they own weapons online. And some Karen can go to the police, say, hey, I saw Abe. Abe was posting pictures of the weapons that he is legally allowed to own because he's not a felon uh, and because he lives in the United States of America and they can come and they can take it. Now, in this article right here, they have a handy dandy little graphic, and this is posted by Governor Tom Wolf, one of the uh, biggest offenders to our constitutional freedoms. This is how red flag works. You got Jane or Karen, as I like to say. So Karen has a social media friend who posts a picture of their guns. Of course, they say it also includes cryptic messages. I suppose something like shall not be infringed is cryptic to these people. So Jane calls the police. The police then report these posts. Uh, They get a petition in court to temporarily remove the guns of the individual that Karen saw posting. They come to your home. They take the guns under the guise that you are dangerous to yourself or to others, and then the court allows it to be done. All right. And again, this is completely unconstitutional. You have committed no crimes. There is nothing illegal that you've done other than speak publicly about something that's important to you. This is how red flag laws work. Freight Awakening says, good afternoon, gents. Happy birthday to the best judge we ever had. Side note, Anita Hill is asshole. I remember watching the Anita Hill hearings when I was a kid, man. Uh, the things March that they said 2.0. that he, oh my gosh, it was horrible. I couldn't believe it. So. This is a major problem. I think anybody who sees this graphic, if you're not a brain dead Democrat or one of these rhino Republicans who were uh, the the uh, uh, the people that allowed these Democrats to get what they want. They want to take away your weapons, they want to disarm you, and then once you are disarmed, then you're going to be weakened and you're going to be vulnerable. Abe, can you think of a th- a single authoritarian regime in the history of mankind that took away guns from the public and then did a, a good thing with it afterwards? I mean, this is a prelude to a massacre. This is a prelude to a holocaust. That's what's going to happen if they're successful.
5: Uh, that's quite hyperbolic, and I think I'll be writing an article about you later <laughs> on today. <that>. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the, you know, the, the history of the world is uh, is wrought with those who have taken guns from the public and then have committed mass murder. Um, it, the lessons learned of our, of our world are, are the most important things that I think we have as far as humans moving forward, and there's some in our world that seem to not care about the the lessons of history and not understand that the lessons of history are more important than anything else in this world. Can I have two and a half minutes of your time?
4: Absolutely. Go for it. Check your sound level, please. Hold on. Let me me go to... um... Actually, that works perfectly. Go
6: ahead. Every time our country stands in the path of danger, an instinct seems to summon her finest first. Those who truly understand her, when freedom shivers in the cold shadow of true peril, it's always the patriots who first hear the call, when loss of liberty is looming as it is now, the siren sounds first in the hearts of freedom's vanguard, the smoke in the air of our Concord bridges and Pearl Harbors is always smelled first by the farmers who come from their simple homes to find the fire and fight. Because they know that sacred stuff resides in that wooden stock and blued steel. Something that gives the most common man the most uncommon of freedoms. When ordinary hands can possess such an extraordinary instrument That symbolizes the full measure of human dignity and liberty. That's why those five words issue an irresistible call to us all, and we must. So... So, as uh, we set out this year to defeat the divisive forces that would take freedom away, I want to say those fighting words for everyone within the sound of my voice to hear and to heed, and especially for you, Mr. Gore. (laughs) From my cold, dead hands...
4: Wise, wise words from my cold, dead hands. The seminal speech given by Charlton Heston. I absolutely love that you had that on deck, Abe.
5: It is the reminder of the fight that you know the, my generation before me, the ones that taught me, right? The, the ones that that maybe become an activist at the time. The, the history repeats itself in the activist worlds too. We've been fighting this fight for a long time, and I have been hours a lifetime of activism bro for two things and the one of them just happened today and i'm freaking stoked if you're an activist out there who has made a phone call sent an email done anything to try to make this world a better place revel in this enjoy it take it in do you understand how historic today is please i hope you do
4: Yeah, this is this is a big deal, and this is not something that we can simply allow to fly by. I want to highlight the names of the Republicans that enabled these red flag laws to even get this close to being implemented as laws across these great United States. We got Texas Senator John Cornyn, and I want you to write these down because every single one of these legislators need to be shamed and we need to make sure that they do not make it through their next election. Texas Senator John Cornyn, Mitch McConnell, the turtle and the cocaine trafficker, Missouri Senator Roy Blunt, North Carolina Senator Richard Burr, West Virginia Senator Shelley Capito, Louisiana Senator Bill Cassidy, Maine Senator Susan Collins, Iowa Senator Joni Ernst. South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham, Alaska Senator Lisa Murkowski, Ohio Senator Rob Portman, Utah Senator Mitt Romney, North Carolina Senator Tom Tillis and Indiana Senator Todd Young. Now, I'm fairly certain, Abe, that several of these people are not going to be making it to their uh, to another election. Okay, they're going to be knocked out and we're not going to see them very, very soon. But several of them are not up for election. Several of them are going to be in power for quite some time. And there is a possibility. We've got two possibilities, Abe. All right. So let's just assume that this red flag law bill is signed into law. In November, we're going to have a massive turnover. Okay, we're going to have a whole new slate of legislators that they could invalidate this law at that time. The other possibility we have if they refuse to do that is to take this fight to the Supreme Court. And uh, I believe, given our majority on on the Supreme Court, and I don't mean like a majority of, you know, possible likely Republican voters, I mean, a majority of people who understand the sanctity of the Constitution and what's enshrined within it. That's what we have a majority of. And so I think if this goes to the Supreme Court, I don't think these red flag laws are going to stand. But in the meantime, you are definitely looking at people having their their guns taken from them. And what happens to them at that point, Abe? I mean, it says temporarily, but what's to stop the police from having them destroyed? What's to stop the police from putting them into uh, their, uh, their their stock you know, at the uh, shooting range and taking your guns and using them for their own pleasure? I don't think there is anything stopping them.
5: I mean can I just as a as someone who cares about our country and cares about people out there that are are concerned with this step 1 all right and this is for all of you out there just this is something that we all need to be doing better Get, make a relationship with your sheriff all right Find out who your sheriff is for your county. Find out who the sheriff is that that um, that you need to know. That's the elected representative and have a conversation with them. All right. And then as soon as you find out what type of sheriff you're dealing with, then you'll know. Where your protections are going forward, because it is the local law enforcement, the local sheriff, who is going to have to enforce these unconstitutional laws. And as you have seen in Illinois and in other places, sanctuary counties have popped up to where the government's overreach of unconstitutional orders aren't, you know, aren't infringed upon someone's uh, due process and in, in equal rights in most places. So. Let's let's understand that the debate is is at a point here, but the reality of our world is not necessarily the, you know, as hyperbolic as they make it out to be. Right. So there is laws in place in many states. To, uh, Florida's laws. Number one, this should be a hop on point for activists to, to change Florida's red flag laws because there is an example of, of lack of due process and a lack of um, – uh, what's the other uh, – uh, legal term I can't remember uh, the ability to redress or whatever um, in, in your own defense they, they make it really hard for you to get a hearing and make it hard for you to prove you have to prove your innocence after the fact and and that is where it's unconstitutional it's a, it's a complete violation of due process I don't care who you are if you're insane and you have a gun it's a it's a it's a violation of their constitutional rights just as much as it is anybody else's I, this is not the process this is not the way to, to handle a problem that is not where they are making it out to be. It, the, the problem is criminals. <laughs> the, the problem is not law-abiding citizens, even if they are mentally uh, different in the way that you they process their things, okay? That's not the problem. The problem is criminals. And the problem is unconstitutional laws in, in cities like sh- Chicago, who have the most restrictive handgun and gun laws in the country next to dc and it has the most gun crimes in the country they they aren't trying to address the actual problem of guns red flag laws do not do that and what they have done though they have exposed the most important senators that are going to be gone Mm mm-hmm Yeah. They are going, the boomerang from these senators doing this. This country is not putting up with unconstitutional, uh, senators and people in power who aren't listening to their citizens anymore. The dig needs to be done on why do those senators, who, who is, who is controlling those senators' pocketbooks? who's controlling their, which lobbyists are controlling their decisions. You'll look and you'll see big pharma are a huge part of corn and all that whole group. Big pharma is one of the most uh, important donors to them. And it's interesting to me that I, when I've done studies on there, or digs on this in the past to see who who is supporting anti-gun laws. Big pharma is one of the biggest ones of them. It's like uh, another way to get business, I guess. Right. Or what, yeah. What's the, what's, well, what's big pharma's goal behind
4: this? So here's the thing. Yeah, One, one, one uh, 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 throughput that we've seen in all of these instances where someone committed an act of mass shooting terror, they were on antidepressants. They were on some type of uh, psychological medication. And uh, in or, rather than addressing the true issue, which is the, uh, the insecurity and unsafe uh, uh, um, pr- prescribing of these medications... Uh, they want to just take away guns because they figure, well, we're not going to lose all this revenue and take these products off the shelf. Just take the guns away from people and then you won't have the mass shootings. But at that point, people who are psychotic or who have some type of uh, uh, altered thinking as a result of taking uh, these psych meds, they're going to find a different way to kill people. And then at that point, what are they, are they going to outlaw knives? Uh, they certainly aren't going to outlaw cars. You know, I mean, it wasn't just in um, in New York City a couple of days ago, a taxi driver drove up onto the sidewalk and just uh, ran over six people. What about the danger of cars, Abe?
5: Let me read. Let me read this real quick, bro. This is uh, I always go to just like AP news release or or. You know th- their news release to see what uh, what they're saying about it. Let me see what what this says here. A gun safety bill, the first of its kind of three decades, made it through a key procedural step Thursday, putting the measure closer to the Senate floor for a final vote. So it's not it hasn't been. Uh, this is just a, a procedural step. <clears throat> a sixty-five to thirty-four vote ended debate on the bipartisan Safer Communities Act. You got to love how they. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> how they hey, name Abe, these things.
4: Abe, Abe uh, Gaffer says your mic is still pretty hot. Uh, can you turn it sure. down a little bit on your end? That's about another three dB drop. Let me know how that is. Uh, let's uh, Gaffer. Let me know how that sounds. Uh, it it definitely sounds better to me. I'm up in it too, so I, I yeah. forget how loud I can get.
5: Thank you for that. Support, no problem. Uh, Support for the proposal has been expected. A bipartisan group of 20 senators had been negotiating the deal since May when mass shootings in Buffalo, New York, it gripped the nation. Um, the vote came hours after the U.S. Supreme Court struck down gun restrictions in New York and amid the fallout of Alvalde, <laughs> See how they do that? Senate Majority okay. Leader Schumer and McConnell are both supported. Schumer is racing against senators of self-imposed deadline to pass legislation before Congress leaves Friday for a two-week holiday recess. The action Thursday keeps the Senate on track to vote the deal before lawmakers leave on the july 4th break if the senate passes the bill it moves to the house before being sent to biden for his signature so more of a procedural step step one is is where this is mike's too low now i turned it way down so yeah hold on i i'm turning you up on my end now okay all right so procedural step step one so again don't let them gaslight you but these senator these senators Every one of if you if you live in a state of any one of these clowns, you should be calling these guys all day long today. Just every chance you get, pick up the phone, call them. Hey, remember us, the people that you serve. <laughs> so uh, do what you can on that front, and I, you know, the bigger picture of this though is don't let this stuff here. Uh, Take down the the massive huge win for activists, and you know what I love about like what I saw about I read a a liberal article yesterday about uh, uh um got it cool all right Uh, i read all the article yesterday from a liberal uh like a hardcore leftist dumbass and she was like i don't i don't understand why the supreme court doesn't do things the way i want them to be done and it's there used to be a time when the people on the right would have the same kind of thing with the supreme court and it always drove me nuts bro it was the biggest thing that i was like can you guys stop with you're not you're not happy with the supreme court decision therefore traitor You, you don't understand how constitutional law works and how far we have fallen from constitutional law and therefore how big of a freaking win today is bro i'm so stoked dude i'm so stoked that this happened today and the fact that it happened before whatever is going to happen either tomorrow or next week is even more beautiful
4: yeah it's huge and i'm sure it's going to melt a bunch of skulls you know here's the problem they're not interested in constitutional law they're not interested in the um accurate implementation of our system. What they're interested in is total control. And when I say that they're fascists, I don't mean that in a hyperbolic sense. I mean, they want to control every aspect of our lives, of our movement, of our thoughts, of our speech, of any right that we could possibly have. They want to have total control over it. And only then are they going to be able to have that complete power grab that they've clearly been inching towards over the years. Uh, So, yes, this is uh, very, very good stuff. Okay, so now everybody says you sound great, Abe, and please you guys if I I need to know that I'm okay too because like like I said I have a new board here and I'm trying to make sure that everything sounds good. I wasn't set up and I didn't realize it until we actually went live and then there was nothing I could do. So <clears throat> regardless, regardless. I do want to talk about uh some uh other news. I want to I want to talk about some good stuff, okay? So First also, of all, before we move off of that yeah.
5: topic, uh, Justice Thomas's birthday today. God bless him. Um, one of the one of the greatest justices, in the, the story of Justice Thomas is amazing. There's um there's a, a document I just saw it the other day. Uh, I can't remember what it's called right now, but there's a documentary out there about Justice Thomas that you should see. The story of his life, the where you know where he grew up in, um, and how he thinks about things. Uh, though his life is an example of picking yourself up, not letting the world. Just knock you down and keep you down. Yeah. And that kind of attitude that he has is very reflective of the way he rules and very reflective of America.
4: America. All right. So when we were going over the Michael Sussman trial, there were a lot of people that were very upset that Michael Sussman wasn't found guilty. And I believe we said at the time that one of the most important elements of the Michael Sussman trial was all of that evidence that was entered into the court record. Well, yesterday I got word from Peter Tickton, my new friend, President Trump's attorney, uh, that they had just filed a new legal brief. And do you know what they included in that uh, new evidence, Abe? Everything from the Michael Sussman freaking trial. It now also has uh, several new defendants as well. Uh, And and from what I can see, it strengthens their case uh, in a way that, you know, they didn't have before. The, The case was strong to begin with. All right. But now that they've had all of this additional evidence that's been entered, uh, it's even stronger. And uh, I truly believe that uh, Donald Trump is going to win on this. Now, we also have uh, new information from the uh, trial against Igor Danchenko. Um, John Durham filed for a bunch of um, previously classified documents uh, that he's asked to have declassified so that they're going to be unveiled at trial. This uh, potentially is going to ensnare a much larger portion of the global conspiracy to destroy President Trump, because obviously Igor Danchenko is a Russian. Uh, Hillary Clinton is an American. All the people at the FBI and the DOJ—they were Americans. Uh, this is a massive conspiracy, and I think that Igor Danchenko. Has perhaps a greater chance of being convicted uh, than Michael Sussman, considering the fact uh, of the evidence and the crimes committed, and the fact that it's um, outside of the jurisdiction of Washington D.C.
1: Well, uh,
5: Danchenko again for me is another interesting angle to take. Um, it, it, uh, you know, Danchenko is a is a puppet in the big scheme um, yeah. of things, so it's. To me, it's, it's another example of getting additional evidence of the conspiracy put into play. I think we're going to find out that Danchenko, Steele, Dear Love, and the Holy See, <clears throat> the Vatican, were deeply involved in also making sure that this happened the way it happened to President Trump. And once that information gets released to the public and that information gets out there, Danchenko is going to be a who <laughs> You know, so um, it seems like there's a lot step. of other things happening behind the scenes that we we're not seeing. Yes. And I don't understand it. Like, it's almost like um, Rothschild yesterday was the media played it as he was as, as he was testifying for something. But I'm like wondering if he's like. Is is he is he testifying in defense of, of a bigger trial or something here? Because none of this shit makes sense, right? Like it, it feels like it feels like there's a lot of other things that we are not seeing. And they're making sure to even keep us like who keep dialed in on what's happening in the world to keep us occupied while there's a lot of other stuff happening out there. And when this Dan Schenkel stuff comes, Durham's also supposed to release several other indictments. The angle of where that that goes is going to be very interesting to me because I still do think there's a there's the potential for. The usual cover up like the usual Nixon style. Right. Like even the result of the Nixon trial, the way that it was presented to the public is not the way that it actually played out behind the scenes and how how it how it really happened. The really you know, the real the truth behind it. So I'm trying to to dial my expectations into understanding the historical way that D.C. plays these things out in the public sphere with understanding how the public is going to be educated in what really happened. And what's more important it (laughs) legally, these people being held accountable is important how we get there. Is gonna be, I think, the the interesting ride. And I'm still watching it and I'm still trying to pay close attention to it. And I'm still trying to leave my spidey senses open for what Emerald Robinson put a piece out there saying, I'm telling you guys that <laughs> this is the cover-up is in, and I'm the only one out here saying it, and she's getting chastised for going out there and putting that opinion out there. We all need to leave ourselves open to that. They stole a
4: freaking election to cover this shit up. They did. They did. Abe, if you wouldn't do me a favor, pull that up because I want to, I want to see that. I didn't see that piece, but we've got to take a break for the second half of the show. We're going to be right back. Which which piece? It's rare to find a remedy that delivers more physical and mental benefits like C60 Evo. Their ESS 60 is a breakthrough technology that offers benefits to thousands of customers. I sleep deeper and wake up feeling more refreshed and energized than ever before. I think more clearly, and I feel 15 years younger using this product. They've got a proven track record, and my recommendation too. Purchase C60 Evo and enjoy the incredible benefits yourself. Check out their website in the description below, c60evo.com forward slash redpill78. Use my special link and my code redpill78 and get 10% off your order. And remember, when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right, and we're back. So, yeah, Abe, I was referring to what you just mentioned, that Emerald Robinson piece. I'm interested to see, is she saying that she thinks the cover-up is is being participated in by John Durham, or just in a general sense? Because, I mean, clearly, they want to cover up what happened, uh, and I think that... They, you know, I have been doing that all along, so it doesn't surprise me, but I just find it hard to believe that John Durham could be involved in a a cover-up. Now, while you're looking for that, I also wanted to show you guys my new Rise Attire Ultra MAGA shirt. It's beautiful. I love it. Thank you to the people at Rise Attire, guys they're uh, very very soft very very beautiful you can get some in the link below it says my name it says red pill 78 on it and it also says rise attire on it and even rise attire they have a new platform rise attire international where if you are a content creator and you want to create uh, your own merchandise you can you can like have them do some designs for you and they will drop ship your shirts to people who order them so check out the rise website and check out the international section if you want to do that
5: I just found it okay um, I just you want me to read it it's not that long yeah sure
4: yeah I'm just I just want to know Let's how see. she's phrasing it
5: it's I I didn't read it because again it's it's a it's more it's kind of long actually dude um, okay let me let me just pull it up, and i'll kind of scan through it here real quick um, it's not necessarily it's it's again how it plays itself out in the public is always something that i've been trying to to process in my mind because mm. again, the way DC, I know how DC works. They don't, it, it's never the way it's, it's never the way that it's really is. It just, it just never is. Yeah. Durham played you for a fool. Emma Robinson on June 21st, John Durham and Bill Barr finally ran out the clock on Spygate. Why are you surprised? It's the summer of 2022, and where are all those Durham indictments you were promised? Where's that much-discussed Durham report? Do you know that you've been played for a fool yet? Are you still watching Fox News? Maybe you need another year to figure out the entire game. Maybe you still believe in Bill Barr. Didn't the legendary windbag tell us that all the wheels of justice grind very slow, but justice is coming? Let's turn the clock back two years. It's easy to forget the AG bagpipes promised the American public the
2: you
1: At fighterflare.com.
5: Attorney General is saying Americans will recognize names under the investigation. Here's a two-minute 45. Indictments are coming. People will know the names of these people. Criminal prosecutions, not just a report. Notice that. Then A.G. Bill Barr promises justice for Russia hoax while at the very same time excluding Obama and Biden as the subjects of the Durham investigation. That's the moment that you should have known that the fix is in. The entire TikTok narrative that follow was brought to you mostly by Fox News and Bill Barr people ask me all the time how I knew all the way back to the early months of 2020 that the Durham investigation was a sham what do you mean by a sham you ask I mean a counterfeit of real justice a ploy a ruse to mislead the public it wasn't because I had sources at the FBI or DOJ I correctly predicted the Durham investigation was a joke because the Hoover investigation was a joke and because the Hillary Clinton email investigation was a joke and because who Aberdeen laptop investigation was a joke and because the Jeffrey Epstein investigation was a joke you get the idea I correctly predicted that the federal government doesn't really investigate itself in order to successfully prosecute democrats call it emerald's law so
7: there you go I mean, the, the the
5: reality of our world is these people are invincible. They have qualified immunity. They have uh, dual citizenship, and they have ways of getting around laws that nobody else does. Right, and th- they've legislated themselves damn near immunity. Barack Obama helped quarterback the 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 potential overthrow coup of a president. Yeah, do you think Durham's gonna? Gonna, what hang, hang the first black president of the united states i mean it's, it's just the, the reality is <laughs> no definitely not but right like yeah i mean yeah. so th- we have to our expectations have to be in a certain manner now we gotta attempt, what is I justice yeah. right well yeah. define justice is is john mccain justice
4: yeah, yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, I think justice means something different to every person. Um, and I, I think that no matter what the conclusion of this case or other cases is going to be, there's always going to be people that will be disappointed. Uh, and there will be people who feel that uh, it should have went farther. So, yeah, I think that's a good question. What exactly is justice? I think that. Personally, I think that if through these through these cases being adjudicated, uh, if enough evidence comes out to convince a majority of the American public that we have been completely overrun with criminals in our government, which we have. Obviously, I believe that uh, I think that uh, that's going to have a profound effect on the attitude of Americans and the way that we carry ourselves from here on out. Now, you know, whatever that looks like, whatever that looks like. Um, but I think that the country has to change. I mean, we are fundamentally broken as a nation and the people who are leading this nation are criminals at the heart of it. I mean, they have they act with impunity to break whatever laws they feel like uh, they openly seek to subjugate us. They openly seek to destroy this nation. And then at the same time, they just play us for fools. So, yeah, I, th- I think that people have to wake up and uh, only then, only once we've woken up, are we actually going to be able to change things. But I just am not ready to give up on John Durham yet. I mean,
5: I'm not either, bro. I mean, I, I'm just present. I think it's important that we that we keep that perspective and that kind of things in the back of our head. I mean, we've been let down so many times. You know let let's let's see where this goes. I mean, the, the bigger picture of this stuff is the, that the criminality is is rooted out and. We remind ourselves that the the whole head of the FBI has been fired. <laughs> you know, the, the senior senior FBI agents are still under investigation, um, and, and there's a lot of things that could still come from this in the in the future. It's just um, our expectations seem to always be at a at a level that's that can't meet can't meet reality, and and I think. There's the potential for that here. Now, is there potential also for, for true justice here in the bigger picture of pharma, the collusion between government and, and, and corporations and, and the death caused by all of them in a Nuremberg style thing going forward? I leave, I leave out hope for that too. I, I think that, that we, we, we can create our reality by what we, our expectations are. So if we just say, yeah, they're going to get away with it, screw them, then, then what we just stop fighting them we just say okay let them get away with it no we 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 should have that discussion about what should happen to people who who uh have have cre- created the most uh harm to reality, uh to, to humanity since um
4: uh, well nazis yeah yeah absolutely uh, well here's another litmus test um we are going to be looking at the sentencing of Gillian Maxwell pretty soon. Um, prosecutors are asking for 30 to 55 years. And I'll tell you what, you know, if Gillian Maxwell go, walks into that courtroom and she gets, uh, you know, six months in jail and probation, uh, then American justice truly is dead. Uh, But she is looking at fines of up to seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars as well. There is a distinct possibility that Gillian Maxwell could spend the rest of her life in jail. I think obviously that's what needs to happen. Gillian Maxwell committed uh, a horrific series of criminal acts, uh, you know, abusing countless Untold numbers of young women, and we don't even know the full extent of her crimes. I mean, clearly this is just what she was prosecuted for, just what she was found guilty of. Uh, but the lasting effects of Jeffrey Epstein and uh, the rest of the uh, wealthy elites that were a part of his child trafficking scheme—you know—as it stands now, they remain free. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to see with Ghislaine Maxwell, but I personally think she's going to spend decades behind bars. I don't. Think think there's any way that they can allow her uh to do anything else
5: you know uh, i was what's very interesting is um how that stuff is coming out uh the the ted weight article that i dropped um i don't know a couple days ago let me let me just put this on the screen so you guys can see this um it it's interesting because it, it is starting to bring out more angles of this This is the other billionaire Ghislaine Maxwell keeps name dropping. It was such a subtle article in the Daily Beast that no one even saw it. But there's some nuggets in here that are very interesting. (laughs) Herself and Wait, I had I developed a loving bond with Wait's young children and hoped to become their stepmom before her relationship with the tech magnet disintegrated because of the Epstein scandal. (laughs) uh news reports have mentioned him repeatedly in connection with her including with her former beau and former fellow friend of the clinton family indeed maxwell was reportedly waits date to chelsea clinton's 2010 nuptials before billionaire philanthropist thing guy also named uh surfaced at maxwell's criminal trial in late december um here it is uh Okay, let me just read it. According to Maxwell's latest filings, her years-long romance with Wade only ended because of a former lawyer who attempted to blackmail him. That legal eagle, Scott Rothstein, helmed a law firm that once employed Brad Edwards, a well-known lawyer for Epstein victims. Unrelated to the Epstein case and Edwards himself, Rothstein was disbarred and convicted of running a $1.2 billion Ponzi scheme. Wow. (laughs) Um. It, uh, this article also mentions, uh, where is this? Where is it? Uh, you got to hear this one part. Uh, dang it. I can't find it. I can't find it. Uh, Maxwell was, here it is. Maxwell was known to rub elbows with Silicon Valley power players, including Amazon founder, Jeff Bezos, Google, Google CEO, Eric Schmidt, and some of these VIPs claim that they were introduced to her by, by white. I bet they were. <laughs> In 2020, a a source close to Schmidt told the beast that Google billionaire met Maxwell through weight uh, at an at an event linked to the Clintons at at, at an event, huh? Yeah. What 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 event? What event? What kind of (laughs) event did they meet at?
4: (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, okay. So, uh, man, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with gillian maxwell but uh i definitely believe that gillian maxwell is going to spend uh a long time in prison um oh so you have is,
5: oh. you have the french epstein
4: yeah. in prison right now well brunel didn't didn't, didn't, he, didn't he was brunel i mean he was dead he's dead yeah. he's dead he, he's dead now okay <laughs> I, I stopped following that but uh yeah
5: <laughs> now all of these links then now you're starting to see some playboy stuff starting to come out too and and the whole kind of history of all of that, and the and the children that were there, and how all of that stuff happened. The the bigger picture of all of this stuff, I think, is is also part of the awakening of the of the narrative of what's being you know make sure that's bringing up to the public sphere. And so the bigger picture of that dude is is really incredible to watch. And and the fact that Epstein and these guys are being held accountable. Uh, I I pulled up a, a dig yesterday, Project Safe Neighborhood. Um, it's very, not yesterday, The day, a little while ago. It ended up, it ended up in a pulse dig, actually. Um, Project Safe. Let me see if I can find it. I can't. Um, but there's a DOJ um, website that tracks um, child exploitation and people who are arrested for it. And there is there was 10 pages of a pedophile arrests or convictions between... Uh, between in the last month I, w- I, w- I went back to 10 pages to see how many of these there were there just in the last month, there are 10 pages of project safe neighborhood arrests and convictions for major, not just your local, but major pedophile rings that are linked to, to organized crime and stuff. So this is
4: all across the United States,
5: all across the United States, dude. And it's, if you, if you want to give me a sec, I'll see if I can find it. Yeah. It's crazy because it came up, it came up in a cute post dig and I'm like, Wait a minute this this is the DOJ site that that is uh pulling it up today like this, it, it was crazy dude how many there were
4: so uh this is on the project safe space website uh well, no, DOJ this is, okay cuz this is project safe space the website is uh, something about covid-19 uh totally different okay um safe space project no project safe neighborhood Project Save Neighborhood. All right. Well, while Abe is looking to find that, we just got a shit ruling from the Supreme Court on uh, our Fifth Amendment. They just ruled that a suspect's words or statements can be used in court regardless of their Miranda rights. So, really, yeah, this is a pretty bad ruling. So we had somebody who was working as a patient transporter in a hospital in Los Angeles. After a patient accused him of sexual assault, hospital staff reported the allegation to the L.A. Sheriff's Department. Deputy Carlos Vega went to the hospital to ask him questions and to take a statement. Although the parties described vastly different accounts of the nature of the interaction between the two, it is undisputed that Vega did not advise Taco of his Miranda rights before questioning him or taking his statement. The guy was arrested and charged in California state court, but a jury returned a verdict of not guilty. Following the acquittal on the the criminal charge, uh, he accused the officer of violating his Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination by taking his statement without first advising him on Miranda rights. This is a six to three ruling. Justice Samuel Alito uh, issued it. Using statements outside of Miranda rights is not a violation of a defendant's rights and does not give them the right to sue the court for such use. That is troubling. So now you can...
5: um, I want to look into it more um, and and kind of (laughs) dig into the the legal ease side of it, because often with cases like that, it's not always what it seems as far as the historical... Um how it's gonna play out historically. A lot of times it's 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 narrow in a certain in a certain angle. So hmm. I, I let's 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 let that one simmer on the uh, you know on the pot for a little bit and let's look into it a little bit deeper and look for some some more analysis of it. <clears throat> okay, um, that Project Safe Neighborhood that we were talking about. Check yes. this out. Uh let's see here. Okay, so it is justice.gov backslash PSC Project Safe Childhood. Excuse me, Project okay. Safe Childhood. Um, this is a list of of a nationwide initiative to combat the growing epidemic of, of child exploitation, launched in 2006. But it's crazy how many. I mean, I'm just, I'll just, let me just read a few of these. Southwestern PA woman sentenced to 22 and a half years for producing material depicting sexual exploitation of a minor Dover man sentenced for enticement of a minor. This is just, uh, today. These are just today. Former Fort Stewart soldier sentenced to prison for producing child sexual assault material. Erie man with a 2008 conviction received child sex abuse materials, indicted again on similar charges, sex offender convicted of escape from a bureau of prisons and failing to register as a sex offender. Um, Oops, I just scrolled way past it. Uh, Former Attica EMT sentenced to 15 years in federal prison for sexual exploitation of a 16-year-old. Tulsa man sentenced to life in prison for sexually abusing a child. This is yesterday. Oahu... Uh, a school teacher detained on charges of uh, exploiting a minor student level three registered sex offender extorted 11 year old for explicit photos and snapchat guilty man uh, uh, amidst uh, sex offenders changes uh sex offender charge excuse me um federal jury convicts hickory man of sexual exploitation of a minor possession of child pornography i mean it goes on and on and on like wow. i said there's there's 10 pages that go back to just a month from, from ago that of all of these. So, you know, it, if we had an actual media that would actually re- report on things and let us know th- what's important that's happening out there, then we would have more perspective and understanding <sighs> the, the lower levels of what comes from when the Epstein's and the Brunel's and the, the other scumbag that was recently, um, you know, when these people get taken down, there's there's a lot of there's ripples <laughs> that happen throughout. So I think there's a lot of things happening on that front that's very positive. And it's, so, will the victims be named? Will those will all of that side of it? To me, is it is it as important as these people that are being held accountable nationwide on a different different scale than ever before? And President Trump's administration kicked off that that at a at a very high level. Yeah, and it appears to me that it is still going full force. That we just don't. To talk about it enough, you know.
4: i Yeah, I, I, I like what you're saying, Abe. I, I, I think that you're right. I mean, it's clear that there is a, a lot more to justice than simply holding people to account for the, the political crimes that they committed against Donald Trump and the country. Um, this is a far more important issue in my mind. So I think you're absolutely right. Project Safe Childhood has been around since uh, 2006. Uh, and this is the first I've heard of it. So, uh, let's see. As of 2014, uh, they had 3,248 indictments against 3,422 defendants. That's a pretty good ratio. You know, almost, uh, you know, over a one to one ratio on indictments to individuals. Uh, so I wonder, gosh, I, you know, I wonder how many they've, they're, uh, they, they had last year. And I, I wonder if we have uh, an uptick in indictments in, uh, in 2022 as compared to what we've seen in years past. So pretty good, pretty good stuff.
5: It is, and it's, you know, it's it's part of the things that we don't right. We don't, it, there's so much information flying around that it's hard to realize how much of, of the positive things that are happening out there. Everything we see is such negative in our world that that it's 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 hard to want to wanna stay positive in this. But so we'll see what happens, man. We'll see how it plays itself out. I think uh, her sentencing is coming up here in the near future. And there's uh, another case Epstein um, or excuse me, not Epstein. Who's the other uh, Weinstein or whatever? Right. Uh,
4: Harvey Weinstein, uh, he, another Harvey, Harvey Weinstein yeah, case.
5: He's got a, a, another case in Europe, uh, that's, that's coming his way too, that he might be extradited for to go see. So there's a lot of, the fact that these people are taken down. Yeah. Right. That there, that there's even the discussion of this is the foundational of their one of their main money laundering operations, which is why Ukraine had to happen because they've been hit so so hard from so many angles uh, with their human trafficking operations and their gun uh, you know trafficking operations. Their 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 ways to for the criminal cabal to to raise money has been hit hard, and that's. Part of the discussion too with the one MDB, the Panama Papers and all the stuff that comes off from that. The ripples from that have been huge too. So the, the bigger picture stuff of that stuff for sure for me is still important. It's still very much happening. Um, and so I, I just try to stay focused on that stuff, right? The, the fact that these people are, are going down is, is is a sea change in the way that the world has run in the past because they were they, they just got away with it all the time so right. the fact that they're not getting away with it anymore is, is very important i think
4: No, you're absolutely right. Let's see. Uh, Which case was that with Miranda? Um, You're going to find that on the very top of Gateway Pundit. I just happened to see it in passing as I was uh, flipping through the tabs. Um, I see TAC
5: 264 real quick. Um, Fifth Amendment ruling simply ruled defendant could not sue law enforcement for not providing uh, Miranda. So it's a it is a more sometimes the the headlines mislead a little bit i think it's, yeah. it's a little bit different than that but but look it's uh it's interesting that though they that the way that they, that they release these things at the same time too like there's a you know um very impressive the way the court has been working since since they've been to, together now i mean i got you you ha- there are some very limited cases where people are like, they they're up in arms about stuff. How could they rule this way? I wanted them to rule this way and stuff like that. But when you look into the cases deeper, you see that Amy Coney Barrett is not a freaking traitor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, you know, like there's, there's really good legal ease going on. And it's for, for once in our lifetime. For once in our lifetime, the discussion is about the originalist versus the, uh, the historical perspectives of, of, of ways that, of the ways to, to look at constitutional law and, and originalists are winning out deeply, six to three in a, in a major ruling with the Supreme Court on, on guns is, is massive. So don't let, don't let the, the positives of today and what's coming because again, with, with this, everyone's talking about Roe being overturned with the case that could come tomorrow. There's a possibility that the Supreme court could rule differently on that case. And then everybody goes up in arms, but there's, there's another case coming in the fall term that at that point, right before the election, you could see Roe uh, the ruling mm-hmm. that hit then. So temper your expectations on some of these things, because the, the narrow rulings that may come with regards to Roe or this, this abortion case right now is, is, Again, the ease the behind it doesn't mean that we're going to lose out on roll or we're going to or they're going to lose or they're going to win out on abortion. It's much more complicated in the weeds on these cases than, than, the, than meets the eye. So and that's that's with all of these abortion cases. So, yeah, you know, I, I just try to remind everybody that just because it happens a certain way that that. Um, Presented by the media doesn't necessarily mean that it's a loss as far as the legal system working very well right now. And that's that's what I see. I see the legal system from the appeals court, the lower the circuit court levels, all working the ways much better than they ever have in my lifetime. And that's that's a sea change that is going to have ripples for for generations on end, bro.
4: No, I absolutely agree with you. You know, I mean, things definitely are different. Yeah, they're worse, but as a result of them being worse, people are deciding that they need to change in a much different way. Uh, let's see. Trump card 45 says nationwide concealed carry coming to a state near you cannot wait. Rick Acer says, "I'm looking like it's looking like deep state Dems and rhinos got away with election fraud. Not even Mark Bernovich acting on evidence. Um, you know, uh, I, n- I I don't. I'm not ready to say it's over until it's over. And now uh, yeah, that, that that, yeah, that
5: the result of of the mule whistleblower." is only two, oh, not even a month old, all right? Yeah, so it's the legal happening. cases behind these are still, are still in play. To, to just write them off and say there's nothing going to happen with it, I think it's, it's, it's too soon for that. Let, let's just let the legal system play itself out as hard as it is to watch molasses.
4: Yeah, it's true. You know, I mean, I think that the problem is that everybody has been paying attention to this for years at this point. We've all been watching, we've all been waiting, we've all been arbitrarily setting these deadlines in our own minds. Okay. And people are, you know, uh to be fair in the media say, you know, look for this, watch for this, you know, here we come, we've got this decision that's coming out and it just creates this kind of anticipation in people's minds. And, uh, you know, your initial point about tempering expectations, I think that that's obviously the way we need to go. You know, if, uh, if you don't, if you don't build stuff up in your own mind, then you'll never be disappointed when the final result comes. Um, you know, I think it's difficult. It's almost impossible quite often. Um, but here we are, and uh, and there's nothing else we can do but wait, unfortunately. before You know, we're about to close out the show, Abe. But since you had brought up uh, that cool stuff about Project Safe Childhood, big win for kids, we do have another win, no matter how mild, but Publix... The grocery store of choice down here in Florida has just announced that they're not going to vaccinate children under five and they're not going to explain why they're not going to uh, vaccinate children under five. I think that Publix. Is understanding here that there is a problem with these vaccines. Now I'd love to see publics just say we're not going to vaccinate at all. You know, you want to get the COVID vax, you go ahead and go someplace else. But uh it's pretty clear that children five years and under, even children, you know, eighteen years and under, I don't think that they need these jabs. Um
5: when when did it become a good idea to have your grocery <laughs> store do medical
4: <laughs> Yeah, that's worked out real good at a bunch of Walgreens, right?
5: when when the hell did who came up with this idea i remember going to the mall and had seen one of those pop-up COVID 19 places and i'm like so, somebody actually decided to go to the mall walk by this little pop-up storm was like hey shoot some stuff into my arm that i don't know what it is that'd be great i think i'll, I'll go to Publix to get uh you know some cheetos and you know a, a shot for my three-year-old I, I think that's a great idea who 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 has that thought in their head? That's like, hey, I gotta. Uh, while we're going to pick up some uh, diapers for the kids, let's go ahead and get them vaxxed. I, be, I mean, uh, there's a new level of. Uh uh, evolution coming, I think. Is what not, not, it's not evolution. It's uh, it's national selection, I think, is what it's called.
4: That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. All right. Uh, before we end out the show, guys, I need to say thank you to someone uh, on Buy Me a Coffee. Uh, also, Brown Merrill the other day said, you're still my number one guy. Thanks for all the hard work. Love you, my friend. Trump won. And over on Lisa's Cash App, I need to say thank you to Madeline. Uh didn't say thank you over the weekend. Now, let's take a look up here at the foxholes. Uh, oh, CB Joey, good to see you, buddy. Says, great show. Uh, Country Girl 368 says, hey, Red Pill and Abe. Nikki the Great, Nikki the Greek, rather, dropped a cookie. So did Sean Joe. Tron, what's up? To, good to see you, buddy. Make sure that you guys are watching and following Tron. Good afternoon, Patriots. Judy the Lady Pug, thank you for that. She just says, Zach, and then she dropped another one and said, Abe. Darth Q369, only a tyrannical government fears an armed citizen. J2 Dank dropped a cookie. Khaleesi 2020 dropped a can. Sean Joe with the cookie. Cookie, Rise Attire says the designs can be member submitted to. Go to Rise USA.com forward slash INTL. Woke and Walked says Salty Cracker would approve of the Ultramaga shirt. Great show, guys, from my cold dead hands. Frank Staint says, I saw Craig on 412's show yesterday. I miss Comfy Sundays. Need to do another one for old time's sake. I definitely, you know, uh, Craig's uh, schedule no longer permitted it, and I figured I might as well spend some time with my fiancé. But we will definitely do some uh, nostalgic shows in the future. Maybe once Methods comes back uh, and starts doing stuff publicly and then And certainly Craig as well. Uh, Frank, thanks again. Insight Gino says, hey, bro, I sent another email, had to change meeting time. Okay, if it's not going to be at 1130, Gino, I don't know that it's going to work because I've got other appointments later in the afternoon. Uh, TAC264 says, unless you have public punishment, the crimes will continue without change. Here's the thing. I don't know that public punishment does anything to dissuade people from committing crimes because we've had the death penalty for a very long time. We've had uh, incarceration for a very long time. Uh, And uh, we also have police, you know, on camera having to kill criminals uh, on the side of the road. And you still have morons charging police and pulling guns out of their pockets. So I don't know necessarily that public punishment does anything really to stop people from committing criminal acts. Uh, I think that The only time that it matters is, well, and and even then, once people get caught and they go to prison, you see them going back over and over and over again. We have a much larger problem here in America. Um, We have an issue with morality. We have an issue with intelligence and education. Uh, I I think it's going to take a a major overhaul of a number of different institutions if we're going to hope to – get people to the point where they don't want to commit criminal acts uh let's see a
5: government that enables debauchery not yeah helps not helps people lift people up it helps keep people down
4: exactly uh lou N V v says they need to prosecute maxwell's address book a to z i agree dr hoffman public punishments or nothing will change Tac 264 fifth amendment not legal advice but do not talk to the cops yeah if you guys Uh, Have any extra time? I I would highly recommend watching some uh, First Amendment audit channels if you can find them, because there is a way that you should interact with police, and quite often, saying nothing is the best thing you can do, especially if they think that you have committed a crime. Uh, Thank you, TAC 264. Also, says Fifth Amendment Amendment ruling simply ruled defendant could not sue law enforcement for not having Miranda. Uh, Average Joe, good to see you, buddy. Cheers, great show. Jennifer M. dropped a cookie. All right, and that's it. So, Abe, what do you got, what do you got coming up this uh, afternoon? Uh, just another chill
5: session. We'll probably go through some more Q posts today. Um, the, there's been a lot of news on lock stuff recently, so if you guys haven't seen. Some of the, the decodes that we do under news unlocks has been very interesting. So if you've missed, uh, some of the shows this week, you're, you're missing out on a lot of fun. There's a lot of stuff that's happening that we don't see. And so what we do is just try to bring you the, the, mo- the best of those daily and try to bring them from a different perspective. So we appreciate you guys for hanging out with us every day, five central, five Eastern, four central. And then, uh, I'm going to start also adding some, I have prioritized the guests that I want to get with my list of business. Calls. Oh, nice so i'm going to start having uh more interviews and things like that Uh, now that i have uh got the computer fixed the studio in a a spot where it's basically set up so i'm looking forward to that i hear for you check out the website when you guys get time on uh everything that you need to know is over there you can get a hold of me over there as well i hear you have some stuff coming on up this weekend that is some more interesting guests what do you got
4: coming up let me see. I need to pull it back up here so that I can uh, – oh, yeah, Friday, tomorrow, uh, I have Nick Searcy and Chris Burgard going to be back from uh, Capital Punishment, obviously. Nice. Timely interview considering the uh, January 6th committee. And then on Saturday the 25th, I have my good friend Scott, who is uh, a.k.a. Beer at the Parade. He is going to be on for uh, Saturday night, and we're going to have just another thrilling conversation about current events and things that are happening in a larger sense. Uh, And then, of course, I've got Sunday off, and then I'll be back on Monday with the normal grind
5: that sounds good yeah uh, Scott's a really cool person I got to meet him uh, in Nashville and he's uh, just a, a down to earth really funny guy and, and he's he's one of the people uh, in this movement that, that this movement changed his life so mm-hmm. um, get into that with him for sure this weekend and make sure you, you get into the stories of, of how where he was and where he is now because he, he's a he's a great example of how all of us have come together for something that's much bigger than ourselves and it's, it's just an honor to be part of all you guys out here, all all the great Patriots that are out there in chat today. We appreciate you guys very much. Thanks for hanging out with us today. God bless you all.
4: Thank you very much. Uh, Need to say thank you also to Jennifer M with a cookie in says we have to live this horrible movie. They don't need to do the hard time Matt 1776 says we love red pill love you too brother Sean Joe with the cookie and then lady e88 says great show thanks much Zach and Abe thank you everyone for being here I also appreciate you I appreciate the support of the show I appreciate you hanging out with us uh, shortly after this the the uh, rebroadcast is going to be up on gab TV and on BitChute, and then of course the audio podcast coming on podbean make sure that you're following on podbean so that you can get the audio version of this as well, just in case you can't watch the live video feed. Until next time, Abe, thank you for being here. Good luck, everyone, and God bless. We'll see you tonight.